This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yo, yo, yo. And we back. Yo, man. Y'all knew us for being Mr. Three Podcast a week. What about three pods in a day, my niggas? Yeah. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your favorite potters, favorite potters, man. Your boy Trinidad and your boy Jay Johnson. We are back. Episode 355 with that Bass Reeves finale review. Man. Yo, appreciate y'all for uh for rocking with the Bass Reeves shit, man. I, I know the Westerns ain't always everybody's cup of tea, but uh for those who tapped in, man, y'all know this was a great fucking series. Or mini series rather. Yeah. Um because I think the shit is over. I do too. I think the shit is over. Again, because they called it lawmen and all that, they very much could extend this into an anthology type series, but far as bass reeves go we will not see any more of this young man dog um i was looking at the 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 bass reeves trial okay he got off because he said he was cleaning his gun mm. and i went back and read re- watched the episode again that judge said after i reviewed the evidence i found you not guilty mm. um but the the um official verdict was because an official story was he was cleaning his gun, going off a man died. So the story that Tonto said come up with, yeah. And but I guess they wanted to be like, nah, he really killed him on purpose. Man, I don't know if I like that. Hey, because who was you to say that happened? Got to throw your hands up, nigga. Um, finale was a long time coming, man. We we seen through seven episodes, Bass Reeves developed this. Uh, Almost like haunted relationship with uh, with Esau Pierce, man, and, and we saw them kind of just building and building what that showdown was going to be, right? And the end of episode seven, we finally saw him tell his wife, "Yo, I'm about to round up the clique and I'm going to get this dude who killed my other son." And uh, they pulled up on that nigga this week, man. And I really, even though. So it's it's wild because you know in real life that Bass Reeves didn't die here. Yeah. Like, like we were aware that he wasn't getting killed in this moment. But it's also like it's a TV show, right? So creatively, I don't know what they might do. They they might have made it look like the nigga got killed and in real life just left it on some cliffhanger shit because the show ain't never coming back. But what did you think? How did you think this was going to go for Bass Reeves, man? Because I, I really didn't know what this this final scene and this shootout and all that was going to look like for him. I mean, I assumed, I assumed that he wouldn't die, but um, I I really had no idea what was about to happen. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't expecting what happened to happen. Facts. This shit threw me for an entire loop. Yeah. Anybody uh, who said like, "Yo, once they get on that plantation, nigga, they gonna be like, you gonna find out that they was," no. Nah. So, you know, turns out, hey, he wasn't killing motherfuckers and and eating them. Nigga was rebuilding a slave plantation over that motherfucker. So let me ask. It's not really. You think that was a bad idea? What, to rebuild the slaves? No, it's like, yo, you can either get hung to death. Yeah. Or you can come work for me. Uh, Like. I ain't going to, I don't know if I'm going to beat you or not, <laughs> uh, but you're going to have a, a, a square meal every day. You're going to build some shit and you're going to live or we can hang you to death. I don't know. One, having somebody involuntary and for involuntary servitude, wrong. Yeah. 
but given the choice, I'm not sure. I don't know 100% know the hanging is a fucked up way to die, though. Hanging is a very fucked up way to die. You, you essentially getting your neck snapped. And if by the grace your neck doesn't snap upon hanging, you're going to get choked to death, which is uh, these are not two fun ways to die either way. Um, I'll probably take the death. I personally would take the is, death. Because I'm thinking like now, but this not now. Yeah. That's then. And if you we think just got out of slavery. That's what I'm saying. Like if we was already uh in this fucking involuntary servitude that we had well, to go through. Also, then why didn't you hang yourself when you was in slavery before? When nah. you was already stuck. Nah. Well, not in taste of freedom. Yeah. I'm definitely not going back. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going back to fucking uh being a slave, especially a slave for a motherfucker who's literally pretending that he killed me. Like this nigga sending our boots back for money and shit and then stacking the cheese. Bro, I'm not doing all that. But clearly, he ain't giving these niggas choices. So you got to fight for your motherfucking life. So who you think this was a story of? Mm. Like, because I'm fairly sure that some beef company has done this then. Because mm. this yeah. is all based on a true story. This Yeah. Now, that don't mean everything is like 100% straight up and down. Yeah. But, like, the Yellowstone Ranch sale fool. Hey. <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not saying this shit. No, no, no. But it's, it's very much so something to think of, right? Like, yo, everybody didn't just abide by the motherfucking freedoms that were, quote, bestowed upon black people like, back then. Like, some of the major companies that's out here that sell liquor yeah. thrived in um, prohibition. Mm-hmm. And now... They are multi-trillion dollar um, food and beverage companies because of the illegal shit that we did. Yeah. What if the reason that this meat company, Monsanto's, is so popular because, oh, I use slave labor. Yeah. Like, and the term slave labor, like, when slavery was legal, this wasn't slave labor. It was called labor. (laughs) It was called business yeah once once this shit was abolished and this was no longer a legal practice this is slave labor having these slaves forcibly doing work for you dog and again the esau pierce nigga as fucked up as it is he bought his business right because look what this nigga doing not only am i fucking forcing y'all to work for me for free and doing that thing I'm sending boots back so I can get paid off the bodies of niggas I was supposed to have captured as a Texas Ranger. And I got to send the boots back because I, I don't need anybody to ever come looking Nobody for you. Nobody needs to look for you. Because you got to be dead. Facts. So now that no one's looking for you, your family think you're dead, the law think yeah, you're dead, hey, you are dead. You dead. So now it's just free slave labor. I can't be I can't be do, punishing or doing something wrong to somebody who don't exist. Yeah. Man, so he, it's not a bad it's a fucked up a bad plan it's a fucked up plan before the amount of fucked up shit that white folks was doing back then this one is very much so more business oriented and he said he found a, like that plot of land in the house he like yo somebody left this shit yeah yeah um but he's also an evil ass killing ass nigga um something that we know so he he out there torturing motherfuckers he doing she got niggas chained up like they on the cross it, you got to get a nigga like him out the paint sooner than later because he sound very much like the slave master who dog killed 
Because, A, they abolished slavery, so I'm about to burn every slave in my goddamn field. Like, he sound like one of them type niggas. Like, like he'll just burn the whole shit to the ground before he ever let y'all niggas be free for real. Um, I didn't know. So, in the preview, they show uh, Dennis Quaid and Tonto. And Tonto, well, you don't see what happens, but Dennis Quaid says, God damn, kid. And I didn't know if he had, like, done something good or something bad. Tonto grew up this episode, man. Uh, he found his fucking way. He seemed like he finally, he getting it. All the shit that Bass was hard on him about earlier and shit, wasn't really fucking with him. He was trying to teach him a lesson. He seemed like he finally fucking getting it, dog. Oh, no, he was, um, so when he said, God damn, kid, yeah. it's because. He got a shot off. Yeah, well, when Bass tipped his hat. Yeah. That long range shot took a nigga face off. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "God damn, nigga!" Yeah, yeah. Like you, you ain't got no magnifying glass on that motherfucker. Think about because he ain't no scope. Nah, nah, this all eyeball, dog. Like Tonto finally becoming that nigga, dog. You you becoming the dude that Bass was hoping you was gonna be thirty years ago, nigga. Um, I also thought it was really cool when they did. We was talking about it as we watched it. The little montage of the flashbacks, right? Yeah. Because one thing that Bass Reeves did through three episodes was take us through like 15 years real quick. So it was nice to just kind of see a how did we get here moment. Um, see a little bit of what not only brought Bass to Esau Pierce, but what brought Esau Pierce to the spot he in, bro. Yeah. Because I got through a lot of shit, too. I got away with a lot of bullshit, too. And now that I'm here, nigga, it's a clash of the titans, bro. Clearly, I knew that Bass was going to come out of this alive. I did not know if Esau Pierce was going to come out of this dead, though. And, like, I didn't know that if this was going to be one of those TV fight to the deaths, yeah. punching, throwing over the cliff, yeah. last-minute type of shit. I'm glad we didn't go through that. I'm just going to shoot your bitch ass in the yeah. back and then shoot your bitch ass in the head. Yeah. Um, I, I was so happy when he just popped that nigga on the horse real quick. And then when dog fell, hey, nigga, let me run up. Give you a little speech, not a TV level speech. That nigga said, nigga, only light you gonna see is at the end of this motherfucking barrel. Nigga. Come on, nigga. <laughs> Bow. Um, we got a lot of voice notes about Bass Reeves, man. Salute to y'all. Uh first up, my man, third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silver. What up, bro? What's up, fellas? Uh first and foremost, I wanted to say something. Uh for weeks I was confused when you kept calling Rob Morgan um Issa's daddy. And I'm like, was he an insecure? And then I did a search because I'm like, where the fuck did Rob Morgan play Issa Rae's uh, father? And it was the photograph, a movie I haven't seen yet. And after reading the synopsis of that movie, and I know you guys did a review on it, I'm going to have to go check that movie out. That movie looks to be worth the watch. Anyway, I digress. Phenomenal series or season finale whatever you call it if they never come back they ended this series perfect this was in my opinion the best episode of the entire series you had a couple of surprises i was shocked that not only was trice alive but i believe all the other uh men that we thought mr sundown had murdered were alive it looked like fellas he was trying to recreate slavery 
you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. And the end of the move, um, movie, the end of the, the, the episode, the end of the series, the end of the season, when Trice is riding off with the shotgun and the rest of the guys that Bass Reeves saved, man, that, that really hit home to my heart, man. I was like, man, this is touching, this is moving. And I love what Trice told Bass. He said, this here, today you made history. Bars. Bars. Uh, Dennis Quaid was great in this episode. Um, Dennis, Quaid is Dennis Quaid is great in everything. Uh, people out there, listeners, you got to give respect to actors like Dennis Quaid, Donald Sutherland. Of course, the great Jeff Bridges that you guys talked about in The Old Man. These guys, they could be 90 years old. They still they still murder their lines. And, and you're right. As great as Kiefer Sutherland's been throughout his entire career, he ain't his daddy. Donald yeah, Sutherland is fucking phenomenal. This was a phenomenal series, especially episodes five through eight. The first four episodes were slow build. And I agree with you, fellas. They could have done it differently. But you know what? The ending was phenomenal. I'd rather have a series like Bass Reeves that had has a slow start and picks up and knocks it out the park at the end. Then a series like the change, the changeling where it gets <laughs> off to a great start. And then the ending fucking falls flat on his face. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to sit back, listen to your great review to all the this week of culture listeners out there. Merry Christmas. I don't know when these guys are going to, um, pot again because not only is it the holiday season, Christmas, new years, but, um, and it's a married man now. Until next time, happy holidays and peace and blessings. Peace, Rob. Uh, if you can't tell, we back, motherfuckers. Man, not only <laughs> did we do a review for um, photograph, photograph yeah. we did a, a live show. We yeah. at the theater and had a... Um, that was our last live movie before COVID. Yeah. Like, literally, that came out Valentine's weekend 2020. And then two weeks later, all hell broke loose. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, Rob called that shit chingling. Yeah. Chingling, <laughs> chingling, chingling. He said the chingling. It, uh, it do it do look like a weird word. Dog. No, it it does. Changeling is a very weird word, and more importantly, that was a very weird fucking show. Uh, and it fell flat on its fucking face. Um, I they, be forgetting something. We just we you know we make up a word for somebody, and that's what your name is, like yeah. Easter Daddy. And like he listened to the show one yeah. time, and he'd be like, yo. Say my fucking name. Like, <laughs> yo, even when, look, when when Rob Silver was like, yo, y'all fucked up Rob Morris's name. Like, I didn't know. I'm the, like, the Rob, guy? nigga, you Rob. <laughs> like, like the, the, the cigarette guy? I'm like, Rob is Rob. I don't know no other Robs, bro. Um, uh, no. Philip Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> yo, what's really funny is, uh, or not funny, but like, just kind of cool. Yo, the the return of Trice was really dope and really unexpected. Um, and it was so so this whole little song and dance that um, Baz did with um, with Pierce, with yeah, Pierce, yeah. and Pierce is so he a whole ass nigga. He's Facts. petty too, but he was like, man, it's hot outside. We need some air in this motherfucker. And then open the window so you can see Trice, Trice, yeah, through the window, yeah, and and then. Bass wasn't looking, yep. so he said, "Yeah, you want to come over, <laughs> like, cause he want to let him know, cause that, like 
he he already feeling like next time I see him, it's probably gonna be on, on that yeah. type of time. It's on site. And he ain't he not really giving me that type of time. Yeah. So when he first he like, what's up, man? What you doing here, dog? Just came to collect my bounty. Nigga said, what money, I, I money owe for, you? For money for what? Yeah, yeah nigga. 50 bucks, nigga. It, nigga said, you drove all this way for $50 and might a long way. It's about a principle over there. Nigga said, and I got a lot of miles to feed. I got 11 kids. Motherfucker, get my money, dog. 50 bucks is like 10 hundo. Like, that nigga pulled out a stack of 10,000. Yo. Yo. In 18 something. <laughs> yo. Him and Bass Reeves got so much cheese. I want to be a lawman, nigga. Like, they was getting bread back then, well, dog. But he said, like, nigga, I could arrest every law, law person in the country twice. Yeah. And wouldn't have as much money as you got. What the yeah. fuck is going on, dog? Yeah. And I didn't even notice till the first time. He was basically was like, why? He was like, well, shit, I want in. Yeah. And he started telling about the whole thing. Because, look, this is what I'm doing. It just so, yo. He said, you let the bad stop you. I let that shit empower me. Come on, man. And he but look, on that bad shit, he been giving them games since episode four. Like, been trying to tell you, nigga, these badges, they the same, but they different. Me and you, we the same, but we different. I see the wolf in you. You don't see it in yourself, nigga. And that's cool. But I'm a wolf this shit up, dog. Like I'm a I'm a werewolf this motherfucker, nigga. That nigga out here getting money. Come on, dog. And he was like like the whatever he, whatever his nickname is. I can't think of it right oh, now. Oh, the sundown. Like the sundown yeah. man. Like, oh, I'm I'm tired of the back and forth. God damn, man. See, like, look. I like the rumors is cool. Let me show you what I'm really on, bro. Like, you think I'm out here murdering and eating motherfuckers. Cool. Autumn is he was like, yo. I hear the stories and shit. Hey. That niggas exaggerating. But it made me kind of look good, though. Hey. You know what I'm saying? The legend Look is, at all these rumors surrounding me every, every day. day. That nigga was really on that, dog. But I am getting to this motherfucking money and shit. Man, yeah. man let me go show you how, how, how cool these niggas is out here. And they just all out there chilling. Bro. And, like, you know, chilling is, is very... Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> subjective. <Yeah. in> <laughs> I mean, they could be dead. Also that. The only one that looked fucked up was uh Trice. for Trice. Trice was up there getting fucked up. Yeah. Which Everybody, was, he probably was he was like on some Kute Kente shit. Like, yeah. He stroked yeah. you up. But uh And if he anything like Trice that we know, he was talking his way into a bad situation. <laughs> it was this episode was so tense. There were so many moments where I thought they let the silence and the and the the scoring of the of the episode like yeah. rock, right? Um, when they were in the barn and there was the the wolf there, yeah, and all of them walked in and was like basically, "Ao, feed them." Yeah, it's like you had no other option, and it was just real tense. Or whatever. Yeah, he went out there and he unhooked uh, Trice. I'm like, oh shit, he about to let him, you know, he about to purchase him back. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's because when he unhooked Trice, he said, all right, now, Bass, you string yourself up. Yeah. You get up there. <laughs> Come Bass again. said, hold on now. He, he was like, what's that, what's that sir? <laughs> like, nigga, you want me to do what? Um, Shout out to uh, the dude who played Pierce. Uh, actor's name is Barry Pepper. He was phenomenal, dog. Like, I, you know, you got your Donald Sutherland's, yo, yo, uh, 
David Oyelowo and, and all these cats who we know we're going to get a strong. Dennis Quaid, like, we know what they own. Yo, Barry Pepper got his shit off in this whole series. Like, he was very charismatic. He, he drew you in. He was like a perfect villain for this time period, man. I, I thought that he really bodied. And um, this episode by far was his strongest acting because this was – Normally, you know, we'd get a scene, maybe two with him, dog. But yeah. this one, he was very much so carrying, man. Um, we got another voice note from the family, the homie, uh, Aaron. Aaron, what's up, bro? Hope you're doing well, man. What's up, fellas? Oh, uh, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Did not mean to do that. Let me download that. All right. Why is this not downloading? All right, Aaron, I don't know why your voice note ain't downloading, but while we get that figured out, I'm going to play another voice note from the homie Denitris. Uh She said, hey, guys, here's my voice note for the Bass Reeves finale. Ignore the fact that it says rap shit. <laughs> so, uh, Denitris, appreciate you. Let's see what's going on. Uh, oh, wait a minute. All right, Denitris, your voice note came through real weird. I just sent you uh, Aaron. Aaron shit. All right, let's see. We're going to go back to Aaron. What up, Aaron? Aaron, what's what up, up, bro? Jay? It's your boy Aaron, the union official from Oak Park. I recently seen an interview with a guy who wrote many movies and TV shows and books. And he said that the ending of something should be inevitable and unpredictable. I think Snowfall nailed that, and so did The Wire. Now, I'm hoping the lawman Bass Reeves do the same thing if this is about to be its final episode. I'm hoping, like y'all, that they carry it into another season, but if it is the final episode, I hope it be on that same scale as The Wire's final episode and Snowfall final episode because it was inevitable that Franklin had to fall after the damage he did to the black community. They couldn't have him have a happy ending, but you would have predicted that he either went to jail or got killed. You never seen that he end up as a bum on the street like his father. That was the unpredictable. Same thing with the wire. You knew that some people was going to go to jail. Some people was going to get killed. But you didn't see Michael growing into the new Omar. That was the unpredictable. So, like I said, I hope the lawman Bass Reeves do the same in its ending if this is about to be the final episode, I'm going to leave another voice note after I watch it and let y'all know what I think about that. So, fellas, on that note, I'm going to sit back. I'm about to watch the final episode, and then I record my other voice note. Peace, fellas. That was that first one. So, <laughs> look how it came up on my shit. So I'm like, oh, it's probably it's it's uh the 
So I'm like, them the, this one. No, nah, that's eight. That's for show eight. That's the mm. one I played. Yeah. So, hey, Denitris, yo, uh, yo, Lawman Bass Reeves voice note did not come oh, through. Oh, yeah, because both of these four minutes. Yeah, yeah, seconds. same time. Yeah. So, yo, Lawman Bass Reeves voice note did not come through. Um, both of me. I know you said ignore that it said eight, but it it's the same. One yeah, it's the same. Eight. So you sent the rap shit season two episode eight voice note twice. You didn't send the. Unless Lawman this joint. just happened, both of these happened to be four minutes and nine seconds exactly. Which would be insane. Yeah, it would be insane. Now I'm kind of curious. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it looked like there might have just been a little error with the uh, with the voice note. So, if you could send that in again. <laughs> Remember that one Kente sent in? It was like, yo, niggas. Yo, and then it wrapped. Like, Kente was like, I just want to say, yo, niggas. And that was it. Um, But, no, man, uh Aaron, man, I definitely think that the way that this episode shaped up, it's over. Um, the Bass Reeves story is over. Oh, yeah, I'm reading this thing right now. It's yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a wrap. Um, yeah. David Oyelowo will say he was trying to get this one made for eight years. Oh, wow. Um, for over eight years. And so he was shout out to Taylor Sheridan and everything like that. Um, it's more than likely, it, it's not. This is done. Yeah. Um, they say they were looking for um, possibly... Um, Wild Bill Hickok to ever to to do mm, one, but okay. they're not promising that. Yeah, but yeah, every every time it's gonna be a different. It's gonna lawman. be a different set of lawmen. Yeah, okay. Um, right and here's the thing, right? Uh, even though the beginning was a little choppy, the direction was kind of you know, hey, where they where they going? What they doing? Once they figured it out, you know, late episode four. Going into episode five, I this show hit a stride. It turned from like good to great. Um, they really did a great job at giving this shit direction. They gave us everything you want in a western, right? We got good shootouts, we got some good bar fights, um, but then we got like the the protagonist chasing a ghost. We always kind of get that in a western, right? What are they chasing? What are they going after? In this case, it was you know the sundown man or whatever, Mister Sundown. And they did it in Mr. such a down because you put his son down. Woo! Come on now, nah. bars. Um, also, for um, the two episode premiere generated over seven point five million viewers on Paramount Plus, according to Deadline, which set a record for the most watched series premiere uh, this year on on um, Paramount, Paramount Plus. Yeah. So it looks like it did well. Yeah. No. It, and uh, David Oyelowo has already gotten Golden Globe noms. Uh, I think the Golden Globes are in like January or something. Typically, the Golden Globe nomination is an indicator of an Emmy nom. It also says, given that the series has yet to be renewed, last week's final episode will most likely mark the end of the road for Bass Reeves. Yeah. But the idea going forward is to have other lawmen in history whose stories should be told, who haven't been told, to have the opportunity to tell those stories. Which we predicted on this podcast Seven weeks ago, um, once I realized the name of the show, <laughs> and it wasn't Lawman. But no, I, I think that the way that this wrapped up, it was everything that you would want from a finale. Um, we we got conclusions on everything. Uh, David O. Yellow is also a pro- uh, is a producer on the ones going forward as well. Okay. So. I well, hopefully this do get some weight going forward, so he can get his producer credits out this motherfucker. Um. 
one thing I would have loved to see just a little bit more of, we were talking about it when we watched the uh, the finale, you know, the the former slave master uh, for the wife, she came, like him and her came back and kind of, you know, in the same way that Esau Pierce was rebuilding slavery. they He was trying, he was doing it on some back alley shit. Yeah. Oh boy was trying to do it legally. They former master was coming back making it sound like, yo, you can come work for us. Whoa, well, nigga. no, they, they kept hinting that he was in the politics, right? Yeah. Politics, politics, politics. And they were trying to pass some legislation yeah. basically to end, end the end yeah, of slavery. Yeah, we're going to end the abolishment. And that's when Miss Reeves went to old girl and was like, nah, I'm down with the team now. Yeah. You was talking that we need to build some shit. Yeah. Now let's build it. She like, yo, what, what didn't kind of change your mind? Like, well, yo, these niggas trying to fuck these with niggas, the laws. They coming back around trying to make it sound like we might go back to the fields. Yo, nigga. keeping up with the, yo, in, your, your former slaves. Yeah, that's wild. How you know where I live at? Fam, how do anybody know where anybody live at? <laughs> we ain't got nothing. I ain't even seen a nigga pull a map out. Like, y'all literally just out here following compasses, bro. It's a different world, nigga, than where we come from. Um... <laughs> <laughs> when her former master is sitting, all this shit was a power play, right? Yo, dog just sitting on his horse while you and your daughter ride by, right? Or you and the kids. And that wasn't even him. Yeah. The the daughter sitting up on the porch with the with the chick, the wife. Like, these is power plays, right? You doing shit to threaten me, real talk. Man. I wish the fuck I would see my former captive on my fucking property. Because mm. you and that nigga up there be buried in the back. Now it's time to die. Now it's time to die. And not get to do it legally. Or oh, I leave your body right there for them fucking wolves. They'll be back tonight. Come on. Like Come them on. wolves, they be eating up. Man, I wish the fuck. I was, we was saying it offline. Like, boy, if I went back in time knowing what I know now, boy, I'd be. Ain't a, y'all can't. Record me, ain't no witnesses. I'm no, killing I, niggas left and right. No, I, you, you, it's you out of there, bro. Like, I'm still trying to figure out why Bass Reeves and them was like, why you was on trial for killing dog, nigga. Dog ran away. Maybe <laughs> like, woke up one morning, him and old girl, him and old gone. girl was gone. I don't know what happened. I give you y'all fifty dollars back, and he but, took the beans. Come on, man. Um. I really like the wife's act in this episode. I, I actually think she did a great job the whole series, but this episode, I thought it was really fucking strong, man. Definitely, she slapped the shit out that bitch. Because you got to slap your former captor. Like, Who took your baby come on, and was bro. like, yo, they missed you at work today. Come on, man. Can you imagine? I don't talk to me like that, bro. I'll smack shit out you. And I'll you, smack the shit and out you. you got to get that girl, your, that woman, your baby. And, like, think about, like, because even, like, the scene with Trice, right, where, uh, when shit start going down over at Esau Pierce plantation. And then when dog was scrapping with bass and he was on top of bass, he was trying to choke him out. Trice was down. This thing had no energy. I've been getting beat up, whipped on nigga. When I got unchained, I fell to the ground. I had nothing, nigga. But boy, when I finally get my bearings, nigga, and I realize I got a chance to whip up on my captor, nigga. And, and dog saved me. He's saving me currently. Come on. Come I got to save him. Come on. I'm gonna find the strength of God nigga, and I'm gonna choke shit out you. So when she slapped old girl, fam, I'm slapping you as a former slave. Like, that's a different slap. 
I did think that once they was there, it was going to be some some tragic shit going down. I did, I and did. by the time Baz Weeds make it back, it's like it was going to be fucked up. Yeah. Um, I I thought the same. Like it was going to go left, but again, that's kind of the thing about shit that's based on real stories, real people, right? Sometimes you can research and know a little too much. Like when I looked up how his wife passed in real life, I'm like, all right, well clearly she ain't gonna die in this scene. And I ain't read nothing about his kids. Also, he after he retired from what once I think he was kinda like kicked off the 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 force. Yeah. And then he was like a regular police officer until he died. He was like and but he was like damn near eighty years old being yeah. a police officer. Yeah. And um and he got I was reading it was like it was some racist shit going on during that time frame as well that got him kind of like put off. Yeah. Uh, nigga had to go find his own son, bro. Like, yeah. That's some wild shit, dog. Bass Reeves' story is so That nigga arrested his son for killing his wife and shit. Yeah. Like, nigga was literally on his lawman shit. Like, I don't give a fuck who got to go down, bro. I'm picking y'all up. Um, The story was so well done. And salute to, I know Taylor Sheridan, and this wasn't his story. He didn't create it. But um, whoever was behind this shit, I, I think everybody over there did really well, man. I think the cast was phenomenal. Um, Would have loved to see a little more Dennis Quaid, but I'm glad that he came back in his finale and got his shit off one time, bro. <laughs> and he got that racist shit off. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Dennis Quaid had to let Tonto know what was up. Um, that nigga said, them white lips. <laughs> what? Dog, he was talking so greasy, but... I, I do think that this is not to take up for white people back then, but it had to throw you off when somebody non-white start hitting you with some white words. Like, wait, nigga, when y'all niggas start learning words, bro. How we look at somebody who white who quote unquote talk black? Come on. We look at them like, like, wait, what? Like, where you learn that? Especially when it come off natural. Like, it's one thing for it to sound forced on some rain and rain shit. Yeah. But when it come off like, nah, that's just the way I talk, nigga. Like, whoa, where you get them, uh, that black tongue, nigga? Like, I don't get it, bro. Um, Do you think that if this had gotten two more episodes, do you think it would have been, like, even better? Like, I, I know we normally get on our fucking, yo, I hate episode, eight episode season shit. But I actually think the way that this... Now, Rolled this, up, they did right with eight if, episodes. If anything, I would have just changed episodes three and four. Because mm. one and two came out at the same time. It kind of yeah. kind of caught up. But then yeah. like three, three did and four, enough, three and like four did like too much yeah. jumping. Yeah. Uh other than that, I'm I'm good, man. Yeah, I, I think that for an eight episode series, they actually did this really well. Um they got what they needed to do out of the eight. They didn't need two more, like a lot of times. Even for rap shit, right? Like, yo, rap shit was great. I thought this second season was literally excellent, bro. But I feel like with two more episodes, we could have gotten a little bit more from it. With Bass Reeves, I really don't think there was anything else we could have gotten out of two more episodes. You know why? Why? Because the episodes are longer than 22 minutes. Mm, Shit, some of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a fact, though. They got... If rap shit was same amount of episodes... Like it was 40, but you give us 41. 41, 42 yeah. minutes, that's, yeah. that's different. Yeah, yeah. It, it does make a difference, man, because you're not leaving so much on the table, dog. I felt like Bass Reeves 100% got the most out of the episodes, especially in the latter half. Um, five through eight, they really put pressure on this story, man, and they, they started squeezing the fuck out this story, which I thought was 
amazing because all right now y'all doing some real storytelling and y'all really giving us some fucking uh punctuation on a lot of these stories too um rob talked about how powerful that scene was where trice and the other former slaves now recaptives now refreed when they rode off uh you know after being set free dog yo um yo bass you my nigga for sure you gave them niggas way too much money yeah, you can't gotta, give them all the cheese. Not bro. at all, man. Save some for yourself. Like Bass, you did some work too, bro. Like I, you know, I, I get one to make sure that they straight on their way up to Kansas, so like, but like, you got to keep a couple dollars, bro. You, you earned that at this point because you've done enough just by living life, and then everything after post slavery. Yeah, you take enough money that you don't got to work no more. Yeah, you could have retired off this move, bro. You could have retired and lived great, like, with 11 kids. Nigga. You could have did what you needed to do. Um, I do think he gave them a little bit too much cheese, but I did think it was dope that he he told them they should head toward Kansas because yeah. that's exactly where old boy was saying we should build this uh, this black renaissance. I'll be honest, when, it, when they first came out, I thought this nigga was taking them niggas back to jail because mm. it looked like they was one of the dudes that, yeah. was still, like, Tied up, yeah. I'm it like, felt chain gang. I'm like, damn, really? Yeah. You, you, you do your job, don't you? <laughs> that boy bought his laws. He like, bought his laws. Uh, y'all about to be retried. <laughs> but what you think about letting them all free? Because y'all niggas was marked hey, to death for, for doing something bad. I feel like the only thing nobody told them was, hey, make sure y'all don't say y'all names, bro. <laughs> like, because y'all, hey, if y'all done been arrested, should have been tried, nope. and should have probably been killed. And somehow y'all was arrested and then re-slaved. Yeah, y'all earned the right to go home, dog. Or go, like, into your freedom. Like, How long was I slaved? Who knows? Because, like... But y'all beat, y'all beat slavery twice, nigga, no matter what. To get slavery off your jacket two different times... But what if you was from up north? Oh, well, shit. Why you get caught <laughs> down here, nigga? Because it's free. Now. And why you was in Texas pulling, nigga? You know what I'm saying? I can finally go see my peeps. Uh, look, <laughs> one thing I've known since birth... So I'm going to assume all black people in any era have known since birth. Just don't commit no crimes in Texas, bro. Like, if you do it in Texas and they come get you, it's going to not go the way you think it's going to go. In this case, niggas thought they was finna get hung. They got reslaved. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> reslaved is crazy. No, nah, the reslave is wild. Yeah. But, yo, Esau Pierce a while. He was really reslaving niggas. He was 13th Amendment niggas. And not only was he reslaving niggas, Bass told that nigga like, yo, your steak was trash. So you doing all this shit, and you got these niggas not even putting out good good meat. Pause. That's crazy. <laughs> these niggas ain't putting out good meat. <laughs> That's crazy. That's actually crazy. Bass was like, this is not good meat, bro. Like, I don't know what you got these niggas out here doing, man. This ain't good meat. Um, Do you think that... uh? So, like, all right, when you start thinking about lawmen being a potential anthology where they tell the story of other lawmen, in my mind, because y'all started this with Bass Reeves, now I don't want to necessarily see a non-black lawman story. Oh, but y'all sure. ain't got enough black lawmen to tell stories of in this era. How we know. At least I don't know. Because, yo. David Owella will say, I, I want to tell this story because he fell out of history. And, mm, like, people don't know about him. Facts. And only reason that I know about him per se is because I'm very familiar with the Bass Reeves Gun Club. Yeah. And I know it was named after a lawman yeah. named Bass Reeves. But I didn't know his story at yeah. all. Right? 
And now I'm like, oh shit, it makes sense why they got. That's why it's called Lawman. You know, yeah. what I mean? that's the Atlanta chapter. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, yo, that 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 makes sense, but like. I don't know how many black lawmen they've been over the years. And here's the the dope part about that, right? I don't know if old boy was a real fucking uh um God damn it, deputy. Deputy marshal or not, but like the black dude who uh yeah, he was a deputy was with him and then but like is he somebody for real? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, is, do he saying. got a story to tell? Because yeah. I didn't know. I thought about that when I was watching this. I'm like, oh, what's what's his story? Yeah, because like even when he popped back up in the church at the end with with the wife and her girl and shit, I was like, oh shit, I wonder if Dog got a background that you know, because because I saw a picture of Bass Reeve during these times with some blacks. It was like it might have been like thirty of them. Okay. And Bass was on this side, another black dude. It was like three black people in the picture. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But like it was other black people. Yeah. That was also um Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that uh not not for nothing. That is really fucking progressive for the country. One hundred percent. For like slavery ends and then immediately we Y'all got black people black people get their shit off on some law shit. Yeah. Now granted Racism still existed, so they they had some shit to fight through. But from the legal perspective, the fact that these folks could get these jobs, yeah. that's dope. The rest of the country was probably going to look at them crazy, like, nigga, I ain't going nowhere with your black ass. But you kind of got to. I got a badge, my nigga. Um, fucked up what they did to the badge. Because back then, that badge was actually the power that got a nigga like Bass Reeves in some of them rooms, and people had to respect it. It's also tough, though, the history of that badge because oh, they so say they was the first slave catchers. Yeah. And it's one of those situations. It's like, can you be integrated into a system that's dirty? Yeah. Right? I forget what I was watching. And um, so it was like, if you a good cop, it's four people, y'all go into a house, three people steal, you got to steal too. Yeah. Because if us three steal and you don't, now we don't trust you. Yeah. And something can happen to you. So you may have all good intentions to be a quote unquote good cop or whatever, but like the system itself can be so polluted that it doesn't work for you. Well, I mean, we see that shit this day and age. We talk all the time about, yo, like if, if police or if, you know, Black people in our relationship with the police, if we really wanted to try to, like, better that, we need more black cops. Like, we need more people from the neighborhoods that are being policed to look like the people in the neighborhoods that they're policing. You would need more black cops at the exact same time, though. Facts. Not, like, one or two. Like, the whole class coming in was all black. black. Yeah. Because now I got, like, protection. Yeah, but that won't happen because... The stigma that not just that we put on police, but that police have put on themselves. Yo, nigga, it's kind of hard to put black above the badge, right? In the minds of citizens, right? I can't look at you as a black cop and not feel some type of way. Because you upholding laws that have historically fucked me over. Nigga, I'm a good KKK member. Come on, man. Like, what? Nigga, the organization is like... Can you be a, like, yo, I'm a good Satanist. Because you know what it is? Like, in real life, a black cop to black people looks and sounds like the white cop that says 
I'm a good cop. I'm I'm yo, I'm not like uh, yeah, there there's always one bad apple, but I'm a good apple. Like the black cop to us sounds and looks like the white cop that tells us he's good and tries to convince us that he ain't like the rest of them. Like that's what it feel like. So it's kind of hard to overcome even if you feel like you're the cleanest, most decorated, most law-abiding motherfucker, it's kind of hard for me to look at you and say you're not dirty because this whole system dirty, my nigga. Yeah. It's a fucked up way to live, but uh, salute to Bass Reeves um, for not only doing that shit, but really fucking, like, justifying. Like, dog, I, I got my shit off, nigga. Like, I upheld laws that I knew weren't necessarily for me or people who look like me. But goddamn it, I'm a citizen of this motherfucking country, dog, and I'm trying to do the right thing and abide by this shit. Even if, you know, I got to deal with niggas calling me a slave catcher and the whole nine, dog. At the end of the day, I was trying to do my fucking job. Y'all niggas broke the law. I didn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the laws that I'm abiding and upholding, they affect niggas who break the laws. And unfortunately, back then, the majority of those people just so happen to be black. It's fucked up, but that's what it was. But Bass Reeves wasn't trying to arrest him. He wasn't doing that shit with a bias. You know what I'm saying? I was just getting my shit off. Yo, nigga, you go in front of a court, you get your just due. And, hey, if they try you and they find you guilty, man, you did the crime, you got to do the time. That's how Bass Reeves looked at it. And he was trying to make sure that this shit was, like, legit. Unfortunately... Dirty cops still became dirty cops, so it was what it was. But uh, I do agree with David Yellowall. I think this was a story that needed to be told. So many people have hit me about our pod and been like, nah, I ain't never heard of Bass Reeves. You know what I'm saying? Or The show or the person? Or both. 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 Um, and people have hit me and was like, I heard his name, never knew. You know what I'm saying? Never knew he was the first deputy marshal that was black in the whole country. Like, what? How could you know? If this is a story that got kind of left behind and lost in the sauce of all the other amazing stories of black people coming out of that era. Yeah. So um, I, I think that Taylor Sheridan, David Yellowall, everybody involved in this shit did a great fucking job at telling a story that should be told um, about a person who should be more well known. Uh, somebody whose story should be upheld and, and should be, you know, held in regard with. All the other dope black people from that era, man, who came out of slavery and made something literally out of nothing. So uh, salute to the team, man. Salute to everybody involved. Phenomenal series. I love when we get shows like this that just kind of come out of nowhere. Unexpected. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know how it's going to be. And then it turns out to be fucking great. And it gives us something to pot on and some content to deliver to the people that wasn't a part of our normal lineup, man. So yeah. uh, shout out to y'all for that, man. Uh, yo, man, before we wrap, yo, Merry freaking Christmas to everybody listening to this pod. Uh, really want to just salute, man. You know, obviously, end of year holidays and all that. Me and Jay... We gonna make sure that we still giving y'all some dope content, but this is definitely the last episode y'all are here before the holiday, man. So I uh, just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope y'all have a safe, fun, dope holiday. Whatever you celebrate, by the way, because if you don't celebrate Christmas, whatever it is that you celebrate, I just hope that everybody really enjoys this season. Uh, hopefully, y'all can get it some time off. Yeah, Merry Christmas. But if you don't if you don't celebrate Christmas, this not for you. <laughs> like, I mean, this not a, a Merry for you. But a lot of people in the country celebrate celebrate Christmas. Well, here's the thing, bro. Fuck the Chinese, nigga. <laughs> First and me? foremost, like Dog said. Um, nah, man. I I hope that uh, everybody That's has why a, Chinese still open on Christmas. By the way, 
They don't celebrate it. That's the only place you go to yeah. eat. Go to Chinese, get some Chinese food. I feel like they did that because of the uh, the Christmas Story movie. Like I feel like they was it was like one Chinese spot open, and then all of them seen the movie and was like, "Yo, we should all be open." Uh, we ain't celebrating that shit. Um, yo, man. I really hope everybody listening to this pod enjoys their Christmas break. Um, enjoy some time with family, friends, whatever it is that you're partaking in. Hope y'all be safe as fuck. I hope we, you know, the same people listening now are listening next week and that all y'all make it back to these pod airwaves one more time. Bigger uh, facts. Uh, yo, man, it's, it's such a beautiful thing, man. This year has been a blessing to both me and Jay. Uh, we appreciate the hell out of y'all, man. This audience that we got is... Is definitely unique. Y'all are y'all are ubiquitous. You, ubiquitous. <laughs> <I was laughs> ubiquitous like y'all y'all are ubiquitous, man. Um, we really appreciate everything y'all have given to us. Um, we really appreciate y'all just messing with the content week after week, episode after episode. Uh, it feel like no matter how much we give y'all, y'all always make room for more, man. And I just I can't say it enough, man. Thank you. Um, obviously next week we probably gonna get into some more end of year type shit. We got another raising Canaan. We got some Patreon content. We gonna be able to give y'all next week. Uh, but in the meantime, man, we hope y'all have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Rosh Hashanah, whatever you getting into, man. Uh, just make sure that y'all do it with love, man. We love y'all. We hope y'all have a great, great, great Christmas, man. From the culture, from Ant, from Jay, we appreciate y'all, man. We love y'all. We fuck with y'all a long way, man. Peace.